Welcome to Punchboard Paradise, coming to you from the heartland of America in Omaha, Nebraska, where we discuss the world of tabletop gaming, the topics that affect the board game community, and give honest and fair reviews of the industry's hottest games. In episode 80, the Punchboarders talk about some recent plays, and then we draft our favorite games from the letters A, B, C, and D. Hey, everybody, I'm Clef. Hey, I'm Chad. I'm Richie. Okay, so, Richie, I screwed up. What happened? Well, remember, I was supposed to give you a punishment on that last episode. I know. You remember, we agreed not to do that. I know. And then, so I got my, like, oh, talk about something good. And so I talked about how the Royals were best record in baseball, first place, (laughs) rocking and rolling. Well, now, 12 losses later. (laughs) Yeah, you know what that's called, buddy? (laughs) That's called karma. No. Yes. From making a dumb decision. And half the people on the guild even were like, what are you doing? Did, well, why you, did you let Richie you get, squirm out of this again? How are you getting bad karma from doing something nice? <laughs> yeah. You didn't punish me. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's, it's, it's called it's, doing the right thing. Oh, man. You did the right thing. Don't listen to Chad. Aaron's on the slack, you know, teasing me how his Indians kicked the Royals' butt. I yeah. mean, it's... it's yeah, getting, they suck. The Yankees have pulled ahead oh, of them. I saw that. No, Yankees but have been But they have always sucked, and, haven't so. they? They sucked last year, too. Hey, Excuse I'm just, me. I'm just saying. It's not like this is something new. No, I mean we okay. we've been bad. So yes, you, you did nothing right. wrong. Ugh, karma. I'm still <laughs> yeah, saying. I told you. Yeah. All right. Fine. Anyways, you know what? I I kind of want to play games. Like I just. I mean, I always look forward to chit chatting with you guys, but I want to play games. I just finally got my taxes done, so I. All right. Yeah. Oh, you didn't. Good night. Thanks for listening, guys. We're yeah. going to go play some All games. Right, play some games and we'll, we'll be back. <laughs> you don't have to twist my arms. All right. All right. We'll talk about the games and then we'll go play some games. All right. There well, we I know you so, guys have been getting, getting more plays in than I have. So I guess I'll vicariously live through you. I mean, I'll talk about something, I suppose. But what, what have you guys been playing? Well, honestly, unless you guys want me to talk about another coin game, I'm, I'm going to tell you about uh, a day that I went to the casino and played a little bit of poker. Oh, okay. Yeah, Let's hear right. it. Yeah. So um, actually, it's kind of a funny story. We were, it was uh, late at night on one of our game nights and uh, one of my friends, Brent, just said, hey, let's just play a quick game of code names, kind of to, to, to end the night or whatever. And um, after Dan, you know, grumbled and rumbled for about five minutes, we said, all right, let's do it. So we were playing and one of the clues I gave was poker and out on the board there was like deck and then there was card and then there was check and it was like you know spelled like you know the start of Czechoslovakia but you know it had check out there and so I said poker three and I was like wow that's a great clue you know and of course you know he got (laughs) deck and he got card but then he didn't have any clue what the third word was so of course after the game you know I'm like you know well it's check and he's like what does check mean like you know like when you check in poker so he didn't know what check meant in terms of poker, you know? So of course I'm kind of explaining it to him and tell him, you know, you know, well, it, it means when you're, you know, you don't want to bet, uh, you know, you don't have to call a bet. You can simply check. So we talked about poker for a few minutes and then, uh, into the night. And so it kind of made me think, you know, God, I haven't, you know, I haven't been to play poker. Well, really probably since, um, you know, obviously, you know, the uh, quarantine lockdown or whatever last year. So, um, you know, obviously I, I got my shot. And so I'm like, you know, hey, I'm, I'm going to go to the casino, you know, safe, wearing masks. They got nice little 
uh, pieces of plexiglass in between each one of the players. So uh, they got hand sanitizer there at the table. So it's really uh, pretty nice, you know, how they've got it all set up. So I went down and uh, played a little bit of one, two, no limit and had a really, really nice session. I mean, it was one of those where every move I made uh, was was good. Every time I had a hand, it you know, it held up. Um, and I ended up winning about 830 bucks that day. Wow. Yeah. No wonder you bought karma. all those games. So, yeah. You want to talk about karma? There's your karma. Well, how's <laughs> you that? did the right thing. Oh, get <laughs> good job, buddy. Just be that quiet. The karma? All right, all right. Well, I, I would say, you know, I would say probably – you should just wear a mask all the time. Must hide your tells pretty well. That, maybe it does. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's part of it. I, I think I the CDC just announced <laughs> as right. I was walking out, though, no more masks if you're I did, vaccinated. Did. I did Inside. just see that. Yep, no that's more cool, masks though. if it's you're the, vaccinated. Yep. The research, yeah. they have good research on it. And yeah. stuff, so that's that's been good. Well, that'll be, oh, for summer, that'll be a much nicer, you know. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, boy, yeah. oh, boy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was just, it was a really nice session. Uh, you know, a lot of fun people to play with. Um, it was one of those that just um, every time, you know, a guy to my right at one point said, can you just nudge me if you're going to be in a hand so I can fold? You know, it was one of those times where <laughs> I just had complete respect to the table. Played for about three and a half hours and, like I said, had a had a nice little win and then uh, went and, and played some board games later that day. And, uh, yeah, so it was a good, fun time. Well, so, and I'm a complete novice at poker, but mm-hmm. what, what game were you playing? So it was one, two, no limit. So that okay. means... The blinds are only $1 and $2, and um, basically you can bet anything, you know, after that. Uh, buy-in is $300, is max buy-in is $300, and then whatever you win has to stay on the table. You can't pull any money off the table. And, uh, yeah, so that's, you know, an average, like, normal pot, you know, it's probably 20 30 bucks. you know, not too bad or anything. And then, obviously, when you get some bigger pots and – uh, like I said, I mean, it was just uh, one of those days where I hit everything. I, I I don't think I lost a hand at Showdown, which is very unusual. Uh, was it just you or was Brent playing with you? <laughs> no, just me. Okay. I left Brent at home. <laughs> <laughs> I was just curious. I, I didn't know if you were going to show him poker. No, no, I, I'll do that. And in the comfort of my own home, not at a, at not a, with money at on a poker table. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you owe him a lunch or something. I said to him, I've, I think I owe him like dinner or something like that. So got gave me the itch to go play. And yeah, it was, it was a great, it was a great day. All right. Well, I've been to the casino twice. I've lost eighty dollars in my two visits, and mm. then I was—I just never went back. That's probably pretty good. Yeah, yeah I just said right I don't there. need to be here. You know, me winning. Let's not talk about. Um, you know, this is a little bit of information in my life, but there was one point I was playing poker professionally, and I mean, there was one point where I was really—it was really things were really really good, and then there was a point when things were really really bad and um <laughs> that's why i don't play professional poker anymore because uh things went really really bad and there was a day where my wife said yeah let's let's stop this and go do something else and uh so that's what i did obviously um but you know i i you know, still enjoy playing poker a lot it's a lot of fun it's a good relaxing time for me in fact uh i brought along uh the all bridges burning rule book and uh, during hand between hands, I just sat there and like read the rule book while I was out of hands. It was it was wonderful. Uh, it, was, nice. it was a wonderful day, and uh, yeah, I might go again here in a little bit. So you guys don't want to come along? Let's you know. I, I don't know if I want to be at the same table with you, but I, I won't. Yeah, I'll, I'll come along and watch. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, 
All right. A little cheerleader so, section? Yeah, sure. We can All put right. you in the cheerleader section. Sure. I am going to be suspicious, though, if Richie pulls out an Age of Steam mask, uh, map and you put on your mask. So, <laughs> uh, so Richie, what have you been playing lately? Well, I got in a, a Kickstarter. I backed Lawyer Up. Couldn't even tell you when I backed it, because honestly, when it showed up, I was kind of surprised, because I kind of forgot about it, okay. which is a nice thing about yeah, Kickstarter. Yeah, that's a nice thing about Kickstarter. You're like, oh, surprise, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in Lawyer Up, and uh, this one, it came with the, the base box. You get uh, an art forgery case and a murder trial, and then also with this Kickstarter, I don't know if I paid extra for this or not, but we're going to say maybe <laughs> I did. Who knows? But you get the witch trial and uh, Godfather expansion. Two little expansion boxes. But in the game, one of you will play uh, the prosecutor, one of you plays the defense, and the, the game is played in two phases. So the first phase is the discovery phase. So every case, there are certain cards that you're going to mix into the, there's like a main deck that has cards for both the prosecutor and the defense. You'll mix the cards depending on what case you're using, and then you go to the discovery phase. So you shuffle that up, and it's just like the first phase of Biblios. So you both will draw a card or draw three cards. And one has to go in your pile, one has to go into uh, your opponent's pile, and then one is buried evidence. So it's just going to be out of the game. There are ways to bring those uh, buried cards back into the game, but you'll just go through the deck. And so you're helping create your deck and also your opponent's deck. And then you'll go to trial. The whole goal of the game is to win over the jury. So there's there's 12 jurors that you're going to try to win over. Uh, and it's the game... It's kind of played in rounds, not really. Basically, there are key witnesses, and it depends on what case you're playing, how many uh, witnesses you'll have out there. But basically, a round is winning over that witness. Whoever wins that witness, it will go into their pile, and then you'll go to the next one. And once all the key witnesses have been decided, then you go and you'll look at see who won over the jury the most. Uh, so the way the game plays out, though, is that you, so you have your deck of cards, you'll draw five cards into your hand, and that's your hand limit. And then on your turn, you can do several different actions, but mainly what you're going to be doing is either playing uh, procedure cards down or playing evidence cards down. And each key witness has uh, these bias symbols on them. And when you play a card, you have to play a card that matches the bias symbol. And then it will usually have some type of action on there that's going to help you sway particular jurors and whatnot. And then the next time you go to play, you have to play based off of the the last bias card that you played. Since you're you're getting these cards, I mean, not randomly, but you don't know exactly what's going to be in your deck compared to what bias symbols are out there. But you're trying to play it so that you can keep playing. There's a lot of times where you just run out of actions. You just cannot play cards. And not good. That happened to me a lot. I lost <laughs> pretty badly. <laughs> so I think at the end of the game, uh, Jessica had won over 11 of the 12 jurors and they were all the way over to her side they have four little spots on them uh two that are in the defensive side two that are on the prosecution side and she had them all pushed over it was bad well hey, the good news is unless she gets all 12 she can't win that's a hung jury <laughs> oh that's Not just real game. life oh, yeah, okay. that's real life. <laughs> uh actually a hung jury would have been good in my uh, favor so if if it is completely tied the defense wins okay. so but that didn't happen okay. anyways <laughs> Uh, so you're going to play through the cards, and eventually you're going to either win over all the key witnesses, or another thing that can happen is if you run through your deck completely, there's no reshuffling. So you just have the cards that are left in your hand. And I believe if one person is completely out of cards, then you're done. Uh, there are ways that you can dig through your deck, because a lot of the cards that you can get in your hand, they're not really going to work for that round. So you, there are ways that will let you kind of dig through your deck, try to get your good cards, but obviously then you're 
you're pushing it that you may run out of cards before the game is over. The other cool thing that was in there that they do have objection tokens, so or objection tokens, so you can get key evidence thrown out of the case and different stuff like that. And like I said, you're trying to, there are cards that will let you kind of go through the buried evidence and try to pull those things in. Uh, so we did the art forgery case. It was very basic because it's just the, the, the starter trial. I kind of looked ahead at the, the witch's trial and that's complete almost completely different where you have this line of uh, the accused and accusers and the in that game instead of trying to win over a jury the prosecution is trying to kill three people three of the accused and the uh, defense is just trying to run out the prosecution's deck so it, it all plays completely different like there's a there's a mob card in there as well that you have tokens on but i, I love the theme jessica loved the theme so we're going to keep playing it uh the godfather one there's ways that you can kill key witnesses get huh. Just remove from the game, different yeah. stuff like that. So thematically, it's a great game. Uh, Play-wise, too, it was a fun little two-player card game. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. Like I said, with the, the basic game that we played, but I'm excited to try out that expansion stuff. Lawyer Up sounds kind of like, and I own it, so I have not, but I have not played it yet. It sounds kind of like uh, the two-player game I have called High Trees in the Trial of uh, Louis Royale. Okay. Uh, which is... Uh, I remember when you got that in, but I haven't yeah. looked into it too much. So. It has to do with Canadian history and stuff like that. Gotcha. It's very interesting. Yeah, but overall, I would recommend it if you get a chance to try it. I don't know if, if it's in stores yet. I'm going to guess not since I just got it as a backer. Uh, but it wasn't that expensive. I think it was only like 25 bucks. Hmm. Cool. So hopefully it's still around that cool. price. I, I will actually play it now. When I, when I saw that you first got it, and I never looked into the Kickstarter, mm -hmm. I was like, you really want to play a game about divorce i mean that's, that's what i thought it was i was like that's a rollicking good time hey it's a different theme yeah well yeah <laughs> all right what about you chad what about you, me what you got anything to talk about at all that i've been playing yeah yeah, yeah. anything yahtzee yahtzee <laughs> please put that at the end <laughs> i was just gonna leave it in and yeah, all right. <laughs> yahtzee bleep <laughs> i almost had a spit take with my drink <laughs> i did get to have a a little game night the other night which was really nice with some friends uh friends who have gotten their full vax on uh, they invited me over, and we played some some fun games. We played the the game that uh, we're going to review soon here. All right, wait. And, did you play Yahtzee or not? Yeah, I did. Okay. I played what? Yahtzee. For real? Yeah, for real. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Yeah, I really played. I don't want to hear about anything else but Yahtzee. Now. I do want to hear about <laughs> Yahtzee Finn, first. Finn helped me play this. Finn, I was looking yeah, it up Finn online. Finn helped Yahtzee? Finn helped, play it, helped me play it, and he's like, Dad, why are we playing this game? <laughs> and I was like, just shut up and roll the dice. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so yeah it's been played now so shut up <laughs> well man we can't pick on him anymore we, we were even at Corey's remember we saw the Yahtzee game we were like oh Chad was here we can play Yahtzee there's gotta be some other mass market game he's never played. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> life clue sorry uh, monopoly I've got all those down uh, trouble <laughs> trouble yeah I've got like uh, 10 different kinds of trouble <laughs> in real life too uh, all right what else did you play <laughs> okay well first of all i played a punchboard paradise favorite the new printing i played skull king last night i oh, played nice. with the new cards and the whale and the new uh, rule what the was the whale. what was the new i saw the whale but i didn't see what it actually does though so the white whale once you throw that out on the table um there's a couple things i think it can cancel out the the kraken if you play it after okay uh but one of the things it does is if, if you play it 
all special cards are canceled out and it's just the highest card. No colors at all either. Gotcha. It's just the highest card. So what are you groaning about? You don't like the... Uh, the art is so cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Skull King in the original looks so cool. I mean, he looks like a Skull King. This guy looks like a, hi, I'm Jababa. I'm the Skull King. I, I don't... I, I think mean, technically... This one might be the original. Yes, Skull it King. is the original. Yeah, and the, I think the and one that we have is technically a, a reprint. Like well, a that's the better artwork. All right. I, mean, well, gonna, I can't disagree. The new cards are linen, which is nice. Ooh, and then okay. the bid cards, because you remember the, the version of the bid cards with the Grandpa Becks had just like single numbers, which are so annoying. Mm -hmm. This has just two uh, cards that have zero to five and then like or zero to four and then five to 10. And you just take one card and set it sideways. So you can see everybody's bit at the table, which is really nice. It just sits there. So that's helpful. It, nothing big, but it's helpful. Okay. And then um, they have reduced the, are you talking about the bid before the, yeah. So that you can you're see not pounding and just, no, you're your still hands? doing that. Okay. You're still you're doing that after you just no, do afterwards. Say, oh, after, I bid three. Yeah. So you'd put a three up. there. Yeah. I mean, cause sometimes you get worked up and you can't even remember what you bid, but I don't yeah, know. It's kind of the fun. Well, that's it. part of the fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, all right. Continue. <laughs> so then the other thing that, uh, that we did, uh, is, um, oh, the other thing that it has is the mermaid. Now you can get points if you're a pirate for capturing the mermaid. So there's that hmm. too, which is, which is interesting. Okay. You can get points for capturing the mermaid? So yes. if you capture it with a pirate, you yep. can get points? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So that's interesting. Those are those are some of the big changes. I think they nerfed uh they nerfed the mermaid getting the pirate by 10 points, so it's 40 instead of 50, I think. So, just some little changes and then the linen the linen uh, deck is really nice, you know. Yeah. So. I I like that idea of the linen deck because yes. boy, my Skull King game is yeah. Well, is your, hurting. yours yeah. was yours is linen. It's so, just covered well, in a lot of dirt. Well, it is. <laughs> the side of those cards are so so grimy. Um, I, this is and this is I've I've only played the other version or whatever that has the because in that version it also goes up to fourteen if I'm not mistaken for its numbers as opposed to thirteen and then obviously it has the kraken and is there yeah. also the loot or something in that one? Did you say it goes up to what? Did you say fourteen in that version? Yes, it does go up to fourteen. Okay, because the the yeah the version the that we have only goes 13. to thirteen. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah there's the loot, the kraken, yeah. and then you can play with the the powers that are on the the pirates. Pirate yeah, well. and that's actually but, fun. There's, there's there's powers for the pirates in our version too. I don't know about that. No, on the maybe not each particular okay. no. pirate each, they have like uh, a, yeah a each pirate power. like one maybe lets not. you okay one lets you bid zero ten or twenty mm -hmm. uh, one lets you change your bid midstream oh. one lets you look through the deck yeah. you can play with them or without them it's yeah. nice to be able to to, to do it see so. I was and I don't know why but I was never a fan of the kraken I I didn't I mean I know a lot of people like that but I for some reason for me. Uh, I mean, that game is obviously very highly strategic in my game. <laughs> I mean, especially when no, you play I'm not the, the blind. Like, yes, I, but still, <laughs> there's you know, there's a lot of strategy in it, and I always just felt yeah. like the Kraken just kind of like, oh, okay, that just screwed up all that strategy. Well, the Kraken so. now has more strategy because after you play the Kraken, the player to the left of you starts the next round, so you can go last as well when you play the Kraken. Mm. So there's a little bit more to it now. Okay. So that's yeah. a nice thing too. Huh. But it, I, I, so did you, do you like, I mean, you liked all these changes? Oh yeah. Okay. I, I think they made a lot of sense uh, and great. So like if your Skull King deck is hurting, I would, I would totally recommend picking it up. It's, it's a, it's a nice, some nice, simple changes. Pass. 
All right. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> Please so Please get I, a new deck, though, for real. Ah, come on. Just, I don't care what's true. I don't care what version it is. Just I, get a new deck. I think at what this if I just point, sleeve the, What if I sleeve it? I mean, if you, the sleeves are going to be all... Yeah. You're not going to be able to see through the sleeves. They're going to be so dirty. At this point, Whatever. the grime is what's holding it together. Uh, well, you know, hey, that show's well-loved. All right. I want to talk real quick, though, about one other game we played last night, though. Uh, it is called... This is his third game. Okay, by the way, we got Yahtzee, Skull King. <laughs> right, what's Chad your third does. one? Yep. Right. Yeah. Sneaks those ones in. One. Okay, <laughs> write in a letter if, you, if that's not what you want to hear. You don't want to hear about games on a game board game podcast. Just let me know. All right. Hey, All right. yeah, write us a letter. I, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> All right. So the other game I got to play was a Capstone game, which is one of the publishers that we have, you know, some definite loves of, of some of their games. So uh, this one's more on their lighter uh, fare. It's more of a family game. It comes from their Simply Complex line. And, Richie, it's a it's a Kramer and Kiesling one. Okay, I'm it's listening. It's uh, Renature is what it's called. And uh, basically, the theme is like you're trying to, I don't know, bring back nature to this barren landscape sort of thing. But basically, what you're doing is it's sort of a tile placement game and you're trying to score area majorities. And so the person with the most points in area majorities and stuff like that at the end of the game uh, is going to win. The end, end of the game is triggered by everybody placing out or getting rid of if they can't play them. They're dominoes. You have these dominoes that are animals, uh, you know, on different sides. And the board is just this big grassy landscape with dirt patches all over it. And you're trying to build out dominoes and they have to generally match each other's sides to build near them. And you have to build near subsequent dominoes, except at the top of the board when you start. You're building around these dirt patches. When you build near a dirt patch, you can put out from your player board different greenery so and these greenery have different points they have uh, tufts of grass which are one point they have uh, a shrub which is two points they have a evergreen which is three and then a big old oak tree type thing which is four so you're going to get to place those out in different size dirt patches and you're trying to accumulate the most points of greenery in an area okay you basically will get points when you set down greenery in one of those dirt patches for that greenery and anything that is the same point size or smaller than it. So sometimes that warrants wanting to put out those higher level greenery pieces. Then you will get points for those things. And once it gets enclosed or it can no longer be further enclosed by dominoes, you can trigger point scoring for area majority in those ways. The way uh, that that happens is in there, there's a little cardboard chit and you get a uh, most most points and second most points. But whoever triggers it, because you could trigger scoring and not have any guys in that area, then you get that for final scoring and it has a bunch of points on the back of it that you would accumulate as well. So you're just basically going around placing these dominoes, doing doing these sorts of things, area control. But what's interesting about this game and what gives it some teeth is on your player board, you have your own color of this greenery, but you also have neutral color as well. And what that means is when you place out in a dirt patch, you can place a neutral piece and you can use those neutral pieces to cancel out other people's pieces, basically, because it's sort of uh, like Las Vegas, the game Las Vegas style placement, where if you have the same amount as another person, it just totally cancels that out. So you can use those to cancel out somebody else's and then have your own score instead and score both first and second 
points if you're the only one that's viable in an area. So that's actually what makes the game interesting in my opinion because you oh. can kind of you can kind of be a little bit aggressive with it. Oh, so sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, the rules are really simple. Now, you know, it it's lavishly produced. I mean, this could have been could have been done with cardboard tiles, but they're nice wooden tiles. The art is really pretty. You know, your your wooden bits that go out on the board are really nice as well. So if you if if this sounds like something that you might like from a family game perspective and you and you don't mind, you know, sort of once in a while being a jerk and knock knocking other people's pieces out of commission and stuff like that, then mm-hmm. this would be a good game for the for the family. Okay. Have you played Mexico? That's also Cromer and Keesley. I have it looks like just looking at the pictures and what you're talking about, it seems like a like a family version of Mexico. Yeah. Which which I like Mexico, I still own that one, so I'll definitely I, check it out. I think another uh, selling point for this game too would be uh, if you really like sort of natural elements and 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 animals and stuff like that. Because even though it doesn't feel particularly thematic, like the art and the production of it really comes through. And so for family members that really like that kind of a theme and stuff, you could sell it. You know, I think it's like the people that really like Wingspan for its theme. This would be another good one. You know, when I played last night, I played on this beautiful beautiful board game table it was oh it was amazing it was so nice but you know what was missing though uh-oh like the bits were i mean everywhere all yeah, the they were just kind of all over everywhere the place. just tossed and yeah you didn't even know what to do with i didn't what could you do about that well i don't know what could you do clef i think i'll tell you hey punch bunch are you tired of having all your resources and chits all over the table well do i have a solution for you magnetic hex trays from 3d bitspace they will keep your table organized and be a huge space saver. So head on over to 3dbitspace at etsy.com and order yours today. And if you mention Punchboard Paradise, you're going to get a free hex tray. draft i want to let everybody know if you are interested in playing age of steam with richie or i possibly chad we're not sure yet age of steam con november 5th 6th and 7th we've got our tickets we've got our tickets you can come you can stay in a tiny house if you want to all the tiny houses are sold out oh never mind you can't have a (laughs) tiny house you can sleep on the floor for 40 bucks for the weekend for the weekend that's a deal or, or there's you, a there's or, a hotel 10 minutes or, away. Yeah, I mean, I, I got a suite at a hotel. I'm not staying on no floor. But anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, it's November 5th through 7th. It's in Kansas City, Kansas, which is still in Kansas City. And uh, yeah, so anybody that's interested, I think we've already got a couple of punch punchers that are coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim from California and, and, Jason's and Jason coming from, in. We, yeah, from, we got, from Phoenix. We'll so we have to pick them up at the airport. Actually, I think I'm I'm more than happy to do that. So yeah, so if anybody's interested, uh, definitely let Richie and I know. We would love to have you guys. Chad, hopefully, will be there. He's still on the fence at this moment. He's giving me the I don't know. Guys. <laughs> that <laughs> is the Ugh. day after my anniversary. So. Day uh, after, day after your anniversary. Yeah, we when played are you games guys going? on my wife's birthday. What? Do you, come on, <laughs> <laughs> you still got to take her out to dinner. <laughs> when, when are when are you guys going? Well, we'll leave Thursday yeah, afternoon. Thursday. Yep, so. and then we're coming back Sunday evening. So and we're Thursday. Not, what day would that be? Uh, the fourth. Yeah, yeah. You could come down on the fifth that morning. You don't sure. have to be there right away. We'll see. All right. The, 
Wow. Hop on down uh, 29. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a 20-minute drive. <laughs> Nothing. If you <laughs> okay. go about 150. All right. <laughs> well, All right. Let's, let's do some drafting. Yeah. Right. By the way, when you started up this episode, I thought we were Sesame Street for a second. <laughs> Bought to you by ABC and <laughs> Richie, how do we do this draft thing? On Punchboard Paradise, we like unique lists. That's why we draft. So it's going to be a serpentine draft, which all that means is if you draft last in the first round you will draft first in the second round we're drafting a through d yeah so and- yeah so basically just so everybody understands the rules it's your turn to pick you can pick any either a b c or d obviously if you've already taken one of the letters you can't pick that one again mm-hmm. and then you will take a game from that letter oh my gosh i'm glad that we just talked about that because i didn't know yeah, we could you don't only have pick to go- one game from that letter Yes. Yeah, only one game from that letter. Crap. Yeah, you only can't pick just, one letter. You can't just pick any game from maybe your CD. No. So, yeah. So, if you took, you know, like um, Dominion from D, you no longer can pick another D. You'd have to pick the A, B, or C. And yeah. then once you take a B, okay. you have to take an A. So, All that. Right. But you, you know, can take them in whatever order. So whatever you order. Think you can okay. Yeah. So, if you think, yeah, you know, I'm B. worried somebody's going to take my A, you might want to take it, but then maybe they take your D. You never know. All right. Don't take my A. <laughs> hey. All right, let's roll, gentlemen. Boom. What's up with this? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Chad has a zero. Richie has a two, and I have an eight. So that means I win, right? Nope. (laughs) Ten-sided die. No, No. I still don't care. (laughs) All right, Chad. So what is the order of this draft, We'll just go in numerical order descending. So you can have the second pick. All right. All right, I'll take the All right, so around. you got the swing. All right. So, Chad, what letter are you taking off the board of yours here to start with? Well, you can't take my A, so I'm taking Age right. of Steam. No, no. We're going to allow that. I don't want to allow it. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> the number of times Chad has turned down Age of Steam when yeah. I put it on the table, yeah. I don't think he deserves Age of Steam. I don't Steam. think that's, he can that's all you want to play, and we have to play you big don't, games for say a it. podcast. You don't deserve Age of Steam. <laughs> I'm just going to say <laughs> it. Guess what? Age of Steam, you could do better. You know what? And I'm very sad that you're with Chad. <laughs> just taking it anyway. <laughs> and this is part of your suck it from losing last time. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, cracking me up. All right. All right, Chad, so tell us why you picked this game that you never want to play. Age of Steam is so great, not because of Pick Up and Deliver. Age of Steam is great because of the auction. A is for auctions, and that is why Age of Steam is so great. And the maps are all about leveraging the different actions in the auction and how with a different map and a different layout, a different action can be much more important. Um, and, and that's, that's really what I like. The reason I like age of steam as much as I do is because I'm a player who likes exploring. I like new things. I like trying new things. I like exploring new things And age of steam with all its maps and all its mechanisms and the way that it encourages player interaction heavily is, is great for me in that respect. That's why I picked Age of Steam. I picked it because I know it's heavily contentious and everybody else really likes it, but that's my A, Age of Steam. Well, it's a great great pick. It is a fantastic pick. I mean, it is. And Jessica, I know you're not listening. That's why I can say this. If if our anniversary was on Age of Steam Con, sorry. Too bad. (laughs) Too bad. (laughs) Once again, she does not listen to the show. And, and that's, this is coming from a guy whose last two games of Age of Steam, he has finished in negative points. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Negative, <laughs> negative 25 and negative 27. 
Thanks, Jason. I was going to go bankrupt. I was actually trying to go bankrupt so I wouldn't have to record a negative score again. And he gave me two deliveries. Oh, Very nice kind. move, Jason. I like it. Okay. All right. So now so. I am going to take the letter D and I am going to go with one of my favorites. Um, we we mentioned this game our last episode, and this is the granddaddy or the, the first, and I'm going to go with Dominant Species. Uh, this game has two words that are the best in it, which is player interaction. It is definitely every turn, you know, something changes here or there, and then you've got a you got a zig when you, and then you got a zag and you got to do this and you got to do that. And it's just so great. It can be so mean, which is so much fun. You can literally just wipe somebody off the board at certain points. If, if the right thing comes out and you've got to be strategic and you've got to, you got to be able to uh, take, you know, kind of getting punched in the nose and, and come back. I mean, something just cause you get punched in the nose doesn't mean you're out of it. I just love this game. I will always love this game and it will be, one of my favorites of all time, and I'm going to pick it as my favorite D, Dominant Species. All, all right, right Richie, go ahead and go with the swing here. I'm going to get uh, my A and my B out of the way here. So uh, we'll start with B. And we, right. we have agreed before the podcast started that if you take a brass, you're just claiming brass. There take will a be brass, no other, there's not, oh, yeah. you know, okay. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and take uh, brass. Uh, Birmingham is the preferred, but honestly, I'll, I'll play whatever. Don't care. Uh, and that's just a fantastic game. It is a beautiful reprint um, from Roxley Game. Uh, if you have not checked it out, go ahead and check it out. And also, fantastic poker chips as well that came out alongside that. Uh, for my A, I'm going to go with my second favorite A game, and that's Arkwright. That's Great a good pick. choice. It was on my list as well. That's Great good. Pick. And when we did our top 50s, I really thought when we redid our top 50s last year, I really thought that Arkwright would slip a little bit because of City of the Big Shoulder, but it's oh. it's... It stayed strong, yeah. And I'm still, I still prefer that over uh, City of the Big Shoulder. Fantastic game. You just got to get over that the learning curve. That that initial learn. Once you get that done, you you are in, and it, it is very rewarding economic game. Yeah. So. It's we, been so long since I played it. I think I'm going to have to get over that learning curve again. again. <laughs> I was just about to say like we need to get it back to the table again yeah. here yeah. shortly because yeah. it do. has been a while. Yeah. Great pick. All right, those are my picks. Back to you, Clef. All right. Well, I guess I can. Wait on A. Um, so I think that means I am going to pick my, I'm going to go with my B. And obviously, since uh, my number one, Brass, is off the table, I'm going to go with um, a game that, I mean, this is a pure Euro game with not a ton of player interaction. Um, it has a little bit when, you know, you're uh, putting money out on the, uh, on the action spots, you know, the most money is going to, or, you know, most, uh, uh, you know, you're, you're putting money out. And so the most majority wins a spot, but otherwise it's, you know, it's really just kind of a, a puzzle and that's Brussels 1893. Mm. Um, I still really enjoy this game. I think it's a solid game. It certainly has slipped for me as, as time has gone by, just the player interaction is not necessarily great. Uh, but I still think it's fun to try to figure out exactly, you know, which action spot, how much money you want to put there. And then there's a little bit of, you know, you putting the guys up in the city. You don't want to have too many guys because then one gets put into 
jail or city hall. I don't know what they, I, where I they go. I think there's good know, interaction. So. I mean, there's I, that bidding. Yeah, that's I'm pretty. Not saying, it's 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 solid interaction. I don't know if it's great interaction or heavy, but it's it's good. And you know, it, it has some good stuff in there. But the puzzle is really cool. You know, like okay, what am I going to do? How you know? Do I sell this piece of artwork? Do I go heavy into this? And then every time you get the cards. Do you use the cards to move up on tracks or do you use them to tuck for points? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's got a lot of great little things that go on in, the, in that little puzzle. And I've, I've always enjoyed this one. If you've not checked this one out and you're kind of like that medium weight Euro game, Brussels 1893 is a really solid game. I just thought about this the other day and started up an online game because it had been a while since I played. Nice. Good All going. right. All right, Chad, back to you. Well, uh, I guess... See, I, I didn't know all the rules here, so now I'm, I'm, I'm having to scramble a little bit because I have I have a dearth of certain letters in here uh, on my list. But I will say, let me go with C first. I'll go with C first. And guess what? You know what? I hadn't played this game in a while, and I just played it recently, and I, I kind of feel like Joao, another... Um, person on our on our slack channel he put it very well uh and that is when he plays this game he pulls it off the shelf he's like "Eh, we could play something else what about this game but then when he plays it he really he really likes it he has a good time and then the then it sits back on the shelf for the next time that somebody else suggests it but are you about to eat your vegetables i am gonna eat concordia concordia is my c so I'm gonna I, pick Concordia. I, I'm just so oh, angry is, inside. Is, is, I can't. I cannot explain the his, anger. Is his list like Nolan Void already? <laughs> I don't even is. know what's going on here. <laughs> no, I think Concordia is a really good game, and uh, I just I don't know why. It must be because it's so it's so dry that uh, that it doesn't excite me to pull off the shelf. But every time I play it, <laughs> he it's always a great talks. Game. You always talk down yeah, to Concordia. Okay. I will say that, and I do too. And you don't see Concordia anywhere on my 15 different C's, do you? You guys bellyache a lot, don't you? <laughs> anyway. You just keep taking my picks. Concordia by Matt Gertz is just a really, a, a great essential game. And, uh, you know, I, I just think that it's, it is simplicity. And so that's, that's the reason. You can get a lot of your friends and family into, uh, if they can get past the theme, you can get a lot of your friends and family into this game because once they understand uh, the card scoring mechanism. It's really actually fairly simple. Mm. And, and and then it, it unfolds its depth from there. So uh, Concordia is my C. You've taken two uh, of my loves, Chad, and it's it hurts. <laughs> you had no worry for me. I still stand by. It's not a game that's for me. And yeah, we even have uh, Aaron has been on our Slack channel, been doing these, you know, every few days he'll be like, what's your favorite game of this designer, yeah. you know? And uh, he did uh, Matt Gertz. And, and I was, I, to me, you know, I was like, well, you know, the Navigador is not bad. I think it's, you know, kind of mm-hmm. lost a little bit. And then I've only played Imperial once, you know, and I, it was a decent game. But, uh, of course, my answer was, I'm just really not a big Mac fan. <laughs> Get it? Big Mac, Mac, big Mac. Yeah, that's. It's about that was about as silent. So then as is there some now. crickets? Where's that cricket button, Richie? <laughs> I, I think I took it off. Dang it! <laughs> well, okay. So here's the deal. I I, I actually want anybody who's who's uh, listening send us an email at punchboardparadise at gmail Not I, a letter. No, the letter the letter thing. Too slow. Yeah, I, that, that's too slow for this particular <laughs> okay, question. Okay, this particular thing. Yeah. Okay, okay. So so <laughs> send me an email and let me know 
which you prefer, Imperial or Imperial? I think it's 2030 because yeah. Imperial 2030 is the one that's, there's still like a couple of copies on Miniature Market and I was eyeing it the other, the other night because I am curious about, you know, there's sort of that component of shared interests uh, in the game and, and making money off of the shared interests and that sort of thing, almost like an 18XX feel to it. And I'm curious about it. So I want to know what people like of Imperial versus Imperial 2030. So if you have opinions, please uh, send us an email. Interesting. But, All right. But yeah, Matt Gertz, that's my C and I'm coming up with my pick around the bend. Here's my B. Uh, this is a snappy splatter for me. I love it. Uh, bus. Bus is my B. I mean, honestly, I might vote for Chad. This he's doing, <laughs> he's doing real good. <laughs> Even though I already took my B, but I, I didn't think I was going to get brass, so I had bus ready to go. <laughs> okay then, uh, bus is. Uh, I really like it. It is a mean game, and I don't. I mean, I want to win whenever I play bus, but I don't expect to win when I play bus because there is just uh, a sheer metric ton of. Uh, effery around the board when you <laughs> when you play that game with each other and so i really enjoy this and like i said it's a snappy splatter it plays quick but there's still interesting decisions to make and um it feels in some ways to me kind of like how the estates feel where you're really uh at each other and playing around the board and kind of talking to each other while you're doing some of this stuff but it is a also a big a big puzzle so bus is my b and my third pick well I guess I'm definitely going to pick my C since I don't have to worry about the A. Um, so the C I'm going to pick. And I know this is not, I mean, I think some people maybe have this opinion, but for the most part, I think, especially in our, in our punch brunch group that I hear a lot from, I don't think this is the popular opinion, but for me, I, you know, I love Terra Mystica. Terra Mystica was a good, solid Euro puzzly game. Uh, that, you know, obviously had good interaction out on the board. And then obviously it came along was, was Gaia project and has, you know, great. Once again, there's some nice player interaction out on the board and, you know, you've got the technologies and it's certainly very vastly improved. And I, I very much like Gaia project, but if you had to say to me, what is your favorite out of these three? If they, you know, if you want to say that they kind of have similar mechanisms every single time, hands down, I'm going to tell you. Clans of Caledonia is my favorite. And and I tell you, you know, and I know, Chad, you're shaking your head, but the more I think about it here, and I, I know somebody on the Slack group the other day, I think it was Jamie, said that he got rid of his clans and, and kept Gaia Project because he just felt like it was a better game. And I'm, I don't see it. I, in, in Gaia Project, my whole, you know, I mean, you're just trying to get your buildings out there and obviously you're trying to do the most and try to score the, you know, the round goals and different things like that. But I think the thing I love about Clans of Caledonia is the whole world of those contracts, which makes it where you're, you know, you're not just trying to get all the stuff off your board in, in clans, you know? Yes. I mean, obviously some of the stuff you're trying to get out of there, but you know, you're putting out your sheeps and then you got to slaughter them at times and you're bringing them back. And, uh, you know, that just that wonderfulness of how a contract in the first round, you get money out of it. And then the second round, you don't pay anything, but you don't get anything. And then and then the buildup of, you know, then it costs five, then it costs 10, then it costs, I just think that game is so well put together. Every time I play it, I'm fully engaged and I, I like it at two player. I like it at three. I like it at four. I think all the player counts are so solid on it. The, the trading market is such an interesting thing of, you know, well, okay, maybe I'll get all this and then you could sell it and then buy other stuff. 
there's so much going on. And then, you know, the hop, you know, the river walk and then the, uh, you know, the whatever you want to call it, continuing to get over the lakes and stuff. And then you still got your in-game condition where you're trying to break up your clans and yet, you know, have them connected. So, so good. Hands down for me, if you said I could only keep one of these three games, there's no question in my mind, as much as I love Gaia Project and will play it at any time, Clans is the one that I'm keeping in my collection. So it's my number one C game. I I have Clans, but I can never pull it off the shelf because I there's no there's no time that I never want to play that over that I ever want to play that over Gaia Project. I think most of the stuff you named is in Gaia Project. So the river walk, you know, like those are different things in the game. You know, your satellites, you're grouping together. Uh, not the, the contracts. The That's contracts. The big difference. The contracts. Mm-hmm. The only difference with the contracts really is just, it's basically about getting to uh, those other things first. The uh, the goals for each round in, in Gaia Project. There's goals in Clans of Caledonia. There's room for all three. There is. In your collection. There is. They honestly offer uh, just something a little slightly different from each Don't one. get me wrong. I'm not getting rid of Gaia Project. Not okay, even yeah. close. It is a tremendously great game. But like I said, I mean, and whether this is an unpopular opinion or not, I think Clans is the better game between it and Clans for me. Sure. I just, re- mm-hmm. the contract thing is just outstanding. The I, I do puzzle, like the contract. The puzzle that I'm playing when I play it. And... I don't know. Maybe playing that '80s version on the computer really hurt Gaia Project for oh, me. Please, God, <laughs> the thing is so bad. I, not only do I love it now, they oh, they replaced God. the text now with icons, so mm. it is easier as well. Oh, wow. I, I, I'll just have to trust you. I'm going nowhere close to. It. <laughs> I might be done with online gaming. It's so frustrating to me. Uh, past couple of times, I played Great Western, or excuse me, Ranchers of the Old West on there. I, I thought I was one color and then I'm another. And then well, I did you're this. Too many and, games. Uh, I don't know. So did, <laughs> is there any more information on the clans expansion? Did they ever follow I up? I haven't that? heard anything new here of recent. Okay. Um, gosh, I'm, I'm hoping because uh, not, not that I think it needs it, but no, obviously it'd be, be a nice. lot of fun to have some, yeah, yeah some new sure. interesting things going on in it. So, all right. So that's my C clans of Caledonia. Richie, back to you. All right, I'm going to go with my C, and uh, that is, it's one of my most played games, especially when you take into account online games. I think in real life, I've played it over 50 times. If you bring it online, I've played it over 200 times, and that is Castles of Burgundy. Woo! It is wow. a game that I, I just don't get tired of. It's such a solid two-player game, uh, so Jessica and I play it quite a bit, and then online, I usually at least have two or three games of it going. Uh, wow. So it is a game that it's just a fantastic kind of midweight euro and i don't need like i know the midweight euro is taking a hit for us uh this one really covers a lot of them i can get a lot of them out of my mm-hmm. collection and if i just want to go play a nice easy laid-back game i i would pull out castles of burger yeah. right. i i can't blame you at all there that was that was a, a very close second on my on my list it's stephanie and i have been playing a bunch of that lately so yeah yeah, I've I've probably played it at least forty times with Missy just as a two player game. I I love it a lot. It's another one of those games I can play it at two, three, and four. Uh, it's a great yeah. game. Yep. Yeah, scale's great. All right. Uh, and then for my last one, I'm going to take uh, Dogs of War for my D, and that's uh, Wow Paulo More. Yeah. And uh, it's a nice little tug of war game, and it's also another game where one of my favorite things to do in a game is to look someone directly in the eyes and lie to them, and then that's backstab fun. them at some point. Uh, you get to do that in this game where you're trying to go back and forth, get these different wars in your favor, and also have your captains on the winning side of the war. So 
Uh, if you have not checked it out, I could not tell you if, if it's in print. But if you can try to track it down, track it down. Yeah, that's Dogs of War. Our best buddy Ben from Five Games for Doomsday. This is one of his highly recommended games. Oh, solid so, game. Yeah, you, you got to teach me this one though. So yeah. I'm excited. Okay. Yeah, any game I can lie to you, I'm I'm yeah. all over now. All right, <laughs> he's finally on board with that. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> all right, so I guess I got my A to finish up, and um, Age of Steam was taken, right? By Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arkwright was taken. So yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So then it's really going to come down to me, um, really between a couple of games, uh, either a GMT coin game or a splatter game, and both of these games I really, really, really enjoy. Um, but right now, I think uh, since then, since coin is hot for me, I'm going to go ahead and take all bridges burning so that is certainly uh, one of the more interesting coin games it is a three-player version it is about uh finland's uh revolution in 1917 and 18 and it's it's a very interesting version of coin where instead of like with most coin games you always have the different factions at the top of the cards to tell you whose turn it is next this one all three players actually have an opportunity to play on every single card. And there's just a neat little system of, you know, if you take a special action, then the next person, they have the option of it between a command or, you know, the different things. And so all three players can play. And then there's certain shaded ones that will then make you ineligible for the next card or eligible. And then they have letters. It's, it's really done very, very well. And obviously the game is great itself. Uh, you know, you've got the the Senate, which is basically more of the, well, it was backed by Germany. And then you had the uh, the Reds, which was backed by Russia. And then you had the Moderates, which just obviously wanted stability kind of in the country. And it's very uh, well put together. It's very uh, even and just plays great. And I really enjoy it. So uh, I'm going to go with my A game of all bridges burning. And one of my favorite maps for a coin game. Yeah. The white uh, it looks snow beautiful. is very striking. Yes, it looks very beautiful. Yep. Great pick. Well, for my last pick, I I have to admit that I only had like one D game on the list and Clef took it because I, I forgot the rules. <laughs> so, yeah. so you started off right away. Age of Steam, I was like, oh, there's plenty of A's. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> so uh, with this, I am going to say a game that I don't get play as much as i'd like to but a game that i really like the engine building in uh, i really like the uh the card tableau building and that's deus nice uh, from pearl nice. games and i think the uh the egypt expansion that was put out a few years ago uh kind of created more life for this i i would say yes you're you're doing engine building but there's a lot of vying for space out on the board and you know kind of trying to go after tokens and area majority stuff and kind of uh, screwing up your other players so there's plenty of interaction out on the board just despite you building your own engine as well and uh so i would say this is uh from sebastian dujardin which uh he has done twa and uh you know some of those some of those other games that we that we like from Pearl Games. And so I would highly suggest if you haven't looked into this one, I, I'm not sure how readily available it is, but, you know, a really good accessible engine builder that uh, people should give a shot to. Yeah. No, I love Deus. It's I, I, it's one of those games that I think doesn't get enough, doesn't get enough love out there. I think it's a very neat engine building game. 
Um, has some nice player interaction out on the board. Yeah, I, I enjoy this one a lot. I was at Spielbounder the other day, uh, which is our board game cafe, just stopping by there, and I saw a group of four just playing it, and I was nice. like, God, nice. Nice. Good. Nice game. Good game. All right. So. All right. There well, we that's go. our lists. All right. So for Chad, he has Age of Steam, Concordia, Bus, and Deus. I had Dominant Species, Brussels, 1893, Clans of Caledonia and All Bridges Burning. And Richie had Brass, Arkwright, Castles of Burgundy, and Dogs of War. I don't know why I had to say that one in the <laughs> voice, but I did. Yeah, <laughs> it's it impressive. So if you want, you can go on our guild, guild 3227, and vote who had the best draft. And then somebody will get to do something fun if they're the winner. I don't know what the, what that is. Yeah, 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 something like you, that. You and yeah. <laughs> we should probably at the very end, once we finish all this, uh-huh. we put up who has who's got the best twenty six. Oh, yeah, for an overall yeah. winner. Oh, all right. I like that idea. Okay. okay, we will definitely do that. And also, if you would like to join uh, discussions and talk with us and other punch bunch, come join our Slack. We got a lot of good topics going on there. A lot of people. Uh, post in different games. It's a, it's a, it's a real fun community. So come and join us. Uh, just email us once again, and we will let you get in on that Slack channel and have a lot of good conversation. Punchboardparadise at gmail.com. Uh, the other thing I want to say real quick is uh, the uh, Golden Geek Awards came out. Congratulations to all the winners. And you know what? Punch Bunch, we know that you voted for us. Thank you so much. Um, I'm in the process of demanding a recount, actually. and uh, we're, Especially we're, in Florida. Yeah, we're starting in Florida, in Florida and moving yeah. to Arizona. Yeah. But but regardless, <laughs> thank you so much. Maybe we can just pretend that we really won. Yeah, yeah well, we're that's just going to pretend. I, I, did, and, yeah. 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 I made a shirt and everything. So, <laughs> no, there were some really good podcasts, and oh, yeah. I listened to just about all of them on there uh, regularly. So, Congrats to to those and congrats to the games and again just just like I said thanks for supporting us we uh, we really we really love you being part of the community y'all take care and be good to each other and good to yourself all right everybody have a great day thanks for listening Punchboard Paradise would like to thank our loyal listeners as well as the publishers and designers that have provided review copies you can find us at punchboardparadise at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Punchboarders. We are on Instagram at Punchboard Paradise and Facebook at Punchboard Paradise. Eek's a mama!